1: ...with a rocket launcher and says, if I lose sight of you, I will launch.
0: You will be vaporized. Available everywhere starting October 29th. Or get it ad-free and early starting October 22nd at lawyersgunsandmoney.supercast.com. There you'll find bonus episodes along with exclusive content. Subscribe now.
4: Muller She Wrote is currently brought to you by our amazing subscribers who get our weekly newsletter ag's show notes bonus content and our awesome merch you can support us by visiting mullersherote.com and clicking on subscribe we're starting a new thing this week where proceeds from subscribers are going to be donated to progressive candidates to flip congress blue so that the house can impeach trump so follow us on twitter at MullerSheWrote and like us on facebook to win a playstation we're 15 percent of the way there and thank you so much for listening this podcast contains explicit language
3: Russia, if you're listening, I hope you're able to find the 30,000 emails that are missing.
0: So, it is political.
3: You're a communist.
0: No, Mr. Green. Communism is just a red herring. Like all members of the oldest profession, I'm a capitalist.
4: Welcome to Mueller She Wrote. I'm A.G. and I'm a Mueller junkie hi AG. <laughs> and with me as always is julissa say hi hey hey how you doing julissa i'm good excellent and jordan coburn's with us hello please call me ag i have to stay relatively anonymous because i work for the executive branch of the federal government and this week by the way marks my one-year anniversary of trump's office of general counsel submitting a FOIA request to get my employee records Ooh. so that was fucking terrifying <laughs> so i'm ag so I'd also like to welcome a very special guest this week. We have Shannon Woodward with us Woo! from Raising Hope and Westworld, and she's here. Say hi. Hi. We are so excited to have you.
5: I'm very excited to be
4: here. That's so, I just, I love that you listen to this. This is so great. <laughs> and now I, won't, I can't wait to get like your political insight. So I'm, I'm very excited. So I didn't get my indictments this week, you guys, but mm. I do want to have a chat with you later and talk about realistic expectations specifically mine. <laughs> <laughs> I've been having unhealthy fantasies about Mueller serving subpoenas that I need to have now. <laughs> um, but before we get started, I want to make a correction. On last week's show, I said that Felix Sater was indicted in the Southern District of New York, and he was actually subpoenaed. So fix that in your notes. I know you all take notes. <laughs> and I apologize for that error. So this week, Jordan's going to cover the fallout from the Nunez memo yep. uh, as a continuation of her report last week on No Tilda Nunes. And Jaleesa is going to talk to us about Russian sanctions and why they haven't been implemented yet, even though they were due January 29th, even as early as last October. Uh, I'll be going over my zealous desires for indictments and plea deals and how to cope when you're a Mueller junkie, (laughs) which I am. Uh, and today, like I said, I'm so excited to have you, Shannon, and uh, you just, you know, whatever you want to say, I'm here for you.
5: I'm uh, mostly here to listen because I'm a bowler <laughs> junkie too, but hey. I get a lot of my information from you, so I may be sh- just like asking you questions. Wonderful.
4: We can... <laughs> I am, I am, we'll play a stump AG. I I'll, think I'll play the sense. audience.
5: Here. There <laughs> we go. <laughs> uh,
4: but yeah, feel free to chime in anytime with questions or insights or anything that you have, so um you guys this has been another insane like insane week of news so let's just get started with just the facts all right on monday we'll start with monday because nothing really interesting happens sunday but on Mm -hmm. monday andy mccabe quits his job at the fbi early uh this makes me sad first of all because he's adorable (laughs) Uh, he will be featured in our sexy justice calendar Mm -hmm. coming soon that's coming in march or april so get ready for that and if you subscribe you get one um And we knew he was on his way out ever since he made himself a witness against House Trump by corroborating Comey's memos. He was one of the Comey Five, as Mm -hmm. I call them. Right. Um, And, you know, because he corroborated Comey's stunning conversations with Trump about loyalty and Mike Flynn and all that. So remember last week how excited I was about FBI Director Ray replaced General Counsel of FBI Baker with Bente. Well, he's replacing McCabe with Bowditch. Hmm. Bowditch is also one of the Comey Five. If you remember, it was McCabe, Baker, Bowditch, Ribicki, and Gaddis. We haven't heard anything from Gaddis recently. I don't yet. even know if he still works there. I have to look that up.
6: Do you think it's only a matter of time then before Bowditch is
4: out? Uh, yeah, and I just think it's a nice big fucking double barrel mill of fingers from Ray <laughs> right. to Trump to be like, oh yeah, you want? I have to fire McCabe? Well, I'm going to replace him with Bowditch, mm-hmm. somebody else who, who is on Comey, Team I love Comey. It. So I think that's fantastic. It's nice to have a White House in, in Comey's old, or White a White House. A white <laughs> it's nice to have a white hat in Comey's old position. Oh, yeah. Uh, also on Monday, the House Intelligence Committee voted to release the Nunes memo. Uh, it's important to note they may also release the transcript of that meeting, and these were my notes on Monday. They actually do end up releasing the transcripts of that meeting. Okay. Um, it's reported to highlight that there were Republicans who seemed strong-armed into voting for the release of that memo no um <laughs> and it reminds me of and i know uh, shannon we were talking you want you listen to Slowburn about how gerald ford strong-armed uh, members republican members of the house or the senate committee on the investigation into watergate mm-hmm. to not give the subpoenas to not enter the subpoenas so i was like huh there's so many parallels
5: mm-hmm. it's shocking
4: <laughs> um Yeah, So, and also the New York Times reported on Monday that Rosenstein's job was in jeopardy. Uh, If they fire him, he can be replaced by someone who will uh, veto any further investigative routes requested by Mueller. Mm -hmm. Remember, Mueller has to get the okay from the deputy attorney general whenever the investigation takes him down a new path. Right. Uh, Basically, I think what, uh, what Rosenstein was saying is, we meet on the regular, and he goes over what he's investigating, and if something comes up that I don't think is within the scope, I would tell him not to, and so far I haven't told him not to do anything. So... Um, that, I thought that was, you know, that's, and that's also something that Adam uh, Schiff had said. He said, you know, more than firing Mueller, I think it's firing Rosenstein. Mm -hmm. That could be a problem. Uh, Monday at midnight, the clock expired to impose Russian sanctions, voted on by Congress and signed, albeit reluctantly, by Trump. (laughs) Uh, This is the second deadline for imposing Russian sanctions that the Trump White House has missed. Um, remember all the times... Uh, People from House Trump promised the Russians in in easing up on sanctions. Oh, well, here it is. Yeah, me too.
5: (laughs) What about that boat? Have you read about this? The boat that docked in Boston Harbor that has a particular amount of, like, Russian gas on it for the first time? Okay, I... I'm not being articulate enough no, to like, announce right. this news yeah. on my own. If you haven't read it...
4: like I don't know about the
5: boat. I we should Google this. this in a minute. There's a second one on the way, too. Whoa! It, okay. I'll yeah, make a note. That's
4: a whole... Russian uh, gas?
5: The, yeah. It's 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 only... A, I feel like it's only like 20% of it is Russian gas. And, and quite a bit of it is from other places. Mm-hmm. But it's the first time that, that Russian gas has been this is what I understand you're saying yeah I, I, yeah I, I feel like I was not sober enough when I was reading Dude. this to, <laughs> to be particularly succinct but I'm
2: anyway. gonna look it sounds like something they would do honestly like in a sneaky way like just little by little well, right it, if you yeah. had read
5: about it my question was going to be you know does this have something to do with the not signing of the sanctions? And mm. but
4: uh, well, I, feel... I do know about the three Russian spies that were here. Right. And only one of them was
5: arrested, correct? Uh, none of
4: them were arrested. None of them were? No, this isn't the, this isn't the okay, spies different, with... Okay, different
5: spies. So many
2: spies. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this isn't spies. the spies Carter really Page true. met with in That's 2013.
4: These are the spies that were here a couple weeks ago. Oh. Uh, one of them sanctioned from the United States that had to be approved to be let in by Rex Tillerson, the head of the State Department, meeting at the White House. We didn't find out about it until Reuters translated a Russian news article. <laughs> oh, my, oh gosh. my god. So, yeah, you want to talk about... That's that's a coincidence too Google the gas thing yeah, yeah, that I'm Googling about. that right now uh,
2: They're creeping up on us
6: yeah. Finding <laughs>
4: two, I, I
6: think every yeah. Oil is the way to our hearts though so It is That's a good start
4: game It is, so you can drill off the coast now Except for Florida <laughs> uh, On Tuesday, again, I, as I said earlier at the, at the beginning of the show It marked my one year anniversary of the day that Trump's Office of General Counsel submitted a FOIA request That's a Freedom of Information Act request mm-hmm. For my employee records with the federal government uh, one of the many reasons I go by AG uh, on this show. And that was a really terrifying week. I contacted my boss because the public relations people had to contact me to tell me that my my request, when you we submit a FOIA request, the person whose records you're requesting have to be informed. Oh, okay. And so they called me to tell me that the Office of General Counsel, Trump's Federal Office of General Counsel was requesting my employee record wow. That's and I was like insane <sighs> uh, and I was like did he find out I ran as like a Bernie surrogate <laughs> or was it like because I ran, I ran to be one of his uh, delegates mm-hmm. and I'm like is it like is he rounding up all the Democrats in, that work in the executive branch right and, like, what did you do <laughs> <sighs> so um, so far I'm still I'm still there so I don't know what's going on but Anyway, it's been a year. He'll be it's coming fishy. for you
6: later.
2: Don't oh worry. yeah, yeah. If we get more
4: popular, he's coming for you. <laughs> I'll go. Kate, can I live with Comey if I get fired? <laughs> that sounds like a, that seems like, oh, <laughs> like, like a great place to be. Oh yeah, Um, the rest Comey. with Comey's arms. <laughs> <laughs> um, it turns out there's a second dossier uh, corroborating oh. the P tapes. No, yes. The Guardian reported it on Tuesday that like a journalist me. named Cody Shearer and I don't, I don't. I don't like this guy. He's he's an activist. He worked close with the Clintons in the nineties. Okay. Uh, but it does seem to corroborate the P tape. So there's that. That makes mm-hmm. me happy. So do you
2: not like him because of his association with the Clintons? Or? No, he's
4: just a he's just a, a, a leftist. Guy.
2: Oh, okay, the extreme leftist. Like
4: yeah, he's like an activist. Like he's you know it would be like me. Like having like oh rely like okay Trump could easily discredit anything yeah, I bring I see forward. What you're saying yeah because I'm such a Democrat. The authority. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, there's that. Did you Mm -hmm. find the gas test? Yes, Shannon
6: found it. So the headline reads, and this was published by the Washington Post, it reads, Tanker carrying liquefied natural gas from Russia's Arctic arrives in Boston. Mm. That was January 28th of this year.
5: And, and there's a second one on the way, apparently. That's in a different article. But, what is yeah. going on, though? Like, it's very like strange. Any
4: Russian thing should have a close. gas party, like the tea yeah. party in Boston. We oh, just dump it all in the harbor. No, but yeah.
5: guys, the fish. I mean, I feel like the tea <laughs> was fine <laughs> for the fish, but the gas is <laughs> not dope for the fish. So <laughs> Let's just
4: keep them up there a good few days. Days. <laughs> <laughs> Totally fine. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, okay, you're right. <laughs> uh, the Daily Beast reported that during a closed-door meeting of the House Intelligence Committee to vote on releasing the Nunes memo, Devin refused to answer. I'm just going to call him Devin. Yeah. Uh, he refused to answer whether or not the White House had a hand in crafting the memo. Hmm. He refused to answer that question. Oh, little D. That's an interesting <laughs> uh, tidbit in that article. Um, just one little sentence at the end of that article. That same article saying that Bannon's House testimony has been postponed again. Okay. Uh, that That's... Fact. Now, my feeling about this is that he's flipped and he's fully cooperating with Mueller, which is why they don't want him to testify to Congress because everything send the he says will back to Trump. Trump right? Damn. Yeah, that's very telling. I no one, t- no one saw, no one touched on that because mm-hmm. the, the the rest of the article was like, whoa, right? Because there's a second piece tape. an important right detail, though. End, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, and Bannon was postponed again. Yeah, be <laughs> between the lines. Uh, And the the Justice Department petitioned the White House to block the release of the Nunes memo. Um, Basically, Ray and Rosenstein went to the White House and said, please don't release it. Come on. (laughs) And, of course, Trump released it anyway. We'll get there. It's like my notes go in the week's order. So it's like Monday. We're thinking about releasing it. Tuesday, they went to the White House. Uh, The Hill reported Tuesday that Mueller will interview uh, Corallo or Corio in the next two weeks, uh, and that he will tell Mueller that while on a conference call on Air Force One coming back from the G20 summit last July, Hope Hicks said in front of Trump that the Donald Trump, the Donald Trump Jr. emails about the June 2016 meeting, quote, would never get out. Hmm. So basically um, saying it, whatever message you craft to say what the meeting was about, if you say it was about adoptions, that's fine because the email saying what it was really about will never get out. We'll right. never see the light of day. Mm-hmm. So she's going to be testifying to Mueller.
6: And this is, it has not been confirmed yet that that testimony has happened, right? Cause that was a few months ago. Everyone was talking all about it. And this is maybe what we've been waiting on.
4: Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think that that we, cause we've been waiting for Hope Hicks to testify. Yeah, and th- She might time. have already and she might be coming back. Okay. Got because it. now Cor- Corallo. Because in the book, the the Fire and Fury book, he said I was on Air Force One, and he quit because he's like, "This is obstruction of justice, y'all. I'm out," and so he left. And so maybe Mueller was like, "Huh, I'm going to talk to Hope Hicks about this and ask her that," because he didn't know about that line mm-hmm. of questioning. I'm I, this is all conjecture. I'm just guessing. Right. But <clears throat> so that's that's she's going to apparently testify to that, or uh, Corella will testify that she said that. Um, so I don't know if he's bringing. Hicks back in, but he I'm sure he will. Okay. Uh, we also learned Tuesday that Trump is talking to friends about having sessions indict Mueller, so he would have to testify to a grand jury. That is a fact. Oh jeez. And my assertion is that Trump is a fucking child. Indict right. for what? It's <laughs> just the Hail Mary. For <laughs>
5: having two feet? Yeah. <laughs> like,
4: Look at you with your feet attached to your legs.
6: <laughs> oh my god. Try to be a little bit less obvious, also maybe with uh I, I don't a, think he even realized. I was gonna, no, I was he's gonna a man with a plan. <laughs> yeah, I, like, so, I just go straight to the source, guys.
5: <laughs> he's it's a winner, like a, you know. He's a doer. No bullshit <laughs> kind oh, of guy. You gonna threaten me with the grand jury? You gonna threaten me? Guess what? I'm gonna grand jury you with the grand jury again. <laughs>
2: I'm going to make my own grand jury. <laughs> the grandest. It's going to be the grandest it's jury. It's going to be the best jury. It's all
5: my friends.
6: Tremendous jury. Gold
4: everywhere. Hope <laughs> Hicks is the
5: judge, right, babe? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Nikki he
4: Haley will be there. <laughs> there. I'm, like, under the podium. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. We- We learned from Russian media. Here you go. This is what I was talking about. Three spy chiefs from Russia's three intelligence organizations. They're they're spy chiefs. They aren't like government officials. These Mm -hmm. are uh, spy chiefs. We're here in the U.S. and met with Pompeo, the head of the CIA, uh, sometime in the last two weeks. One of the spy chiefs is sanctioned and would have had to get special permission from the secretary of state. Of the United States, <laughs> <laughs> um, the State Department refused to comment. Uh, but you know, one wonders if this might have anything to do with Trump ignoring the uh, sanctions deadline, mm-hmm. uh, which was approved five hundred seventeen to five last August. <laughs> what else gets? <laughs> but
5: he met with the head of the CIA.
4: Yeah, he met with Pompeo, the head, the director of the CIA. The three guys.
5: Interesting.
4: Yeah, yeah. Maybe they were talking about gas ships in Boston. Right? Yeah. yeah. On Wednesday, good old Trey Benghazi Gowdy announced he won't run again for Congress in 2018, and and I'll tell you what, um, we here at Mueller, She Wrote, are pretty broken up about it. Um, We're not. (laughs) Uh, That's the fact. My feeling here is that we now have 34, actually I think it's up to 35 since I took this note, Republicans jumping ship. And everyone is sort of asking why. I think that if any of these guys want any kind of future in politics or the judiciary, they're going to have to abandon Trump because mm-hmm. they know Mueller's about to lay some shit down. Yeah. Um, and they don't want to be associated with him now. They got their tax scam passed, so they're good. They got their money. Uh, and uh, we were talking about this a little bit earlier. They, they have got this diabolical plan to, to get back judgeships and governorships and mayorships to mm-hmm. redraw district lines so that they can you know tip the Congress again. It's insane, but they're playing the game. That's the, like they're making
2: the rules, and technically, so far they're winning at it. Which it's they are so much better at. at playing it. this crappy, crappy game, yeah.
4: So, uh, <clears throat> on Wednesday, the FBI, headed by Christopher Wray, who was handpicked by Trump himself to back Phil Comey, sent a letter expressing that it has the FBI has quote grave concerns about material omissions of fact that fundamentally impact the memo's accuracy about the Nunez memo. Basically, your memo is bullshit, is basically what, <laughs> what Ray is saying. Uh, it's important to note that Rod Rosenstein and the DOJ did not try to pull that sentiment back at all, so that's kind of the DOJ, given they're okay to that. They're, mm-hmm. you know, Usually, the DOJ never really comes out and supports anything like that, but um, them not saying we don't agree means they're... They agree. Even yeah. Just right. the
5: fact that they're allowing the Mueller investigation to continue is, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously they don't agree, right? right? Otherwise, they
4: would have stopped this a long time ago. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. exactly. Uh, we also learned from CNN on Wednesday uh, that a couple of days before Rosenstein testified to Congress, and you can check out my coverage of that testimony in episode seven, uh, it's fun to listen, uh, by the way, to the past episodes, knowing what we know now. So check that out. But a couple of days prior to the testimony, Rosenstein's testimony, Trump was worried about it and asked Rosenstein if he was on his team. And McGahn was in the room when he did it. I don't know when Trump's going to realize McGann is not on his fucking side. <laughs> maybe
5: they were asking about his sexuality? Oh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. When I read that, I was like, wait a second. Maybe this isn't political. You could be his lawyer. That could work. <laughs> I'm Trump's lawyer. Trump?
4: <laughs> Do you play for Team Trump? You know what I'm saying? You the Do you play? Do you only sleep with Trump's? <laughs> I love That's it. That's tremendous. My team.
6: He should also learn to stop asking that question to people. Seriously, you think he would have learned? Jesus yeah. Christ! The same mistake, fucking again.
4: Yeah, and th- and and that being the fact, my take on this personally is that it doesn't likely amount to obstruction of justice by itself, but it certainly supports a pattern of Trump asking for loyalty. And if Trump fires Rosenstein, which seems to be his pattern of asking for loyalty and not Night. getting it, mm-hmm. uh, then that will also bolster corrupt intent needed to prove obstruction. So. Uh, McGann was in the room. I think McGann is leaking stuff. I mean, I think, uh, you know, we learned this past week that John Kelly was calling the Department of Justice in violation of his own policy, mind you, to tell uh, to yell at him about the White House's expectations of the Nunes memo. That is supposed to be McGann's job. Anyone who's calls the DOJ from the White House, it's supposed to be White House counsel, not Kelly. So not the chief of staff. Yeah. Um, but he's not doing that. McGann's not doing yeah. that. And you know, I think Priebus is the mole. And remember, I said Bannon is likely cooperating. And we know McGann, Bannon, and Priebus have the same lawyer. Oh. So Trump just keeps saying stupid shit in front of McGann. <laughs> in can't front of the homies. <laughs> yeah. figure out, like, why haven't we all see it, dude?
2: He doesn't um, watch our news, though. I think that's what he
4: <laughs> <laughs> Right. <that's> it's so <laughs> true. Yeah. yeah. He's He's got his Fox News and his McDonald's, and he's only listening to his. <laughs> Uh, the people who give him his brief they won't let he won't read anything so they have to tell him about it and they never talk about the mm-hmm. russian investigation cuz it upsets him yeah
5: <laughs> and it looks like they've got gates too right
4: yeah oh, snap yeah. yeah gates is mm-hmm. i think about to flip for sure um, and last wednesday uh, the transcripts of the hic meeting uh, where they voted to release the memo were released and that proved the earlier um, reporting from the daily or from axios or the daily beast That he did in fact refuse to answer the question. Nunes refused to answer uh, whether or not the White House was involved in drafting the memo. We all know it's basically
2: answering it, yeah, by not answering it.
4: And it it was hilarious because Donald Trump Jr. put out a tweet yesterday. um,
5: (laughs) It was just a fart. It was actually just a fart. fart. (laughs) But
4: basically, the tweet said, uh, talking about the memo, he said it was enough to to get McCabe fired. I, exactly. And, and I was like... I saw that. He's an idiot. They've oh, been trying to sell that he resigned. So he was fired. <laughs> so he was fired because of the memo <laughs> that, the F, that you wouldn't let the FBI see. So, Or the DOJ. So that means he was fired by someone outside of the FBI and the Department of Justice that had seen the memo, which is Trump, who hadn't received the memo yet, from the House Intelligence Committee. We need a chart, man. So I was going to say, yeah, what's... they
6: need like a lives flow chart uh, yeah. for themselves. We're going to need the chick what's... from Homeland. He is, knows... uh...
4: <laughs> totally. He knows what's in the fucking memo. And they put out, I saw on uh, Matto, she put out, she showed an interview with uh, Chris Hayes and Carter Page last October where he said, you just wait until uh, Paul Ryan releases the FISA application and it'll clear my name and, we just, everyone thought he was just nuts, because yeah, he is. right. Like, what
5: the But he knew fuck? exactly what was going to happen. Mm. He knew what the
4: memo was last mm-hmm. October, and that was right around the time, if you guys remember, I did the report about Nunes uh, sneaking off, and this was around uh, the first week of December that this report came out, and I talked about it on that episode, I think it was uh, eight or six, I don't know. And uh, it was that there was a secret subset of House Intelligence Committee Republicans that were sneaking off-site, taking classified documents with them, and meeting to try to discredit the Department of Justice and the FBI. Mm. And that would have been right around the time that Carter Page had that interview. And it would have been right around, it would have been been about a year after Carter Page was initially uh, put under surveillance. So that means they all knew. and. you tell me they weren't working with the White House of course okay so that is just a conspiracy to obstruct justice and I, I'm, I'm sure, like we hear all this. And I'm sitting there like, oh my god, this is terrible. Oh my god, and, and Mueller's probably like, ha, ha. right? Who, he's gonna write the best book out of this. If he's
2: like read. I got this. He's gonna have the <laughs> juiciest one
4: after maybe after he retires. Yeah, <laughs> yeah wait, we might have years. to wait until like thirty years to hear truly <laughs> the best
5: thing for him to do is to just draw this out as long as he can because <laughs> in their consistent panic, oh, they oh, just yeah. continue to make yes absurd decisions. Mm-hmm. They're just getting so flustered that it's like, I mean, why continue? We might as well just scare the shit out of you until yeah. you just, what, admit it? That somebody's just going <laughs> yeah, to exactly. rant on television like, okay, I did
4: it, but it's my <laughs> right to do it. <laughs> like, it. legally blind.
5: Yeah, and don't true. you know
4: you don't watch Perm Solution now? And then the first hours, exactly
5: what looks like <laughs> is happening. I mean, I wish it would. Right. Yeah,
6: they do. They just, just keep so
5: incriminating silly.
6: themselves. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and tweet like tweet by I fucking tweet too. Check. Yeah,
5: check. Like Carter yeah.
6: Page, you just wait.
5: You just wait.
4: They're gonna exonerate me. <laughs> Paul Ryan told me. I mean, I think
6: he will.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it
4: a perfect Carter Page impression. <laughs> so whiny. He, he is, is kind of so, <laughs> so all right. So also on Wednesday, Flynn's sentencing hearing was postponed. Uh, um, and last week they postponed Papadopoulos. You guys, we talked about Such that last name. week. Yeah,
6: oh, yeah, Papa Dop. We had such a yes,
4: pop it up. yeah, Papa Dop. So now, uh, we're looking around the end of April, early May for those hearings right. to, to take place. May 14th is the big Manafort trial, it was Ooh. the Manafort and Gates trial. Now, I think it's just the Manafort uh, trial, yeah. <clears throat> and uh, we should have your sexy, sexy justice calendars ready to go by that, just so, in time, just in time for that. So, Thursday. Now, I started seeing Twitter rumors flying around late Wednesday, around 11 p.m., that FBI and the intelligence agencies are pretty pissed off, (laughs) that no one's taking their view on the Nunes memo seriously, Uh, (laughs) and and I felt like they would start dropping leaks, okay? Yeah. Uh, Well, not to disappoint, Thursday morning, the Wall Street Journal reported that the FBI has released documents pertaining to Carter Page having been under FISA surveillance since 2013. Uh, completely tearing down the Nunez memo theory that Pfizer warrants were based on the dossier. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, would be totally okay if, it, if they At were. At this point, yeah, definitely. Because, because nothing in that memo says that anything in the dossier is incorrect or false. It just says it was gathered by a, a guy who doesn't like Trump. <laughs> <laughs> <Which> <laughs> Where are you going to find a guy who likes Trump? Exactly. Uh, also on Thursday... Uh, Pelosi wrote a letter to Speaker Ryan calling for the removal of Chairman Nunes. Uh, A copy of that letter will be included in in this week's newsletter if you want to check that out. Uh, CNN reported Thursday multiple sources at the White House say Trump sees the Nunes memo as a tool to discredit the Russia investigation. He said those words with his mouth. (laughs) Good luck. Probably (laughs) with McGann in the room, and that's why we know about (laughs) (laughs) it. Uh, the White House also approved the release of the Nunes memo uh, that day. Uh, we quickly learned from top White House aides that House Trump is worried that uh, Ray will quit over the memo, mm-hmm. release, which he did not, uh, which I'm glad about. I think I want him to stay. We need him. Yeah. Stay there. Um, he seems to be doing like things that I want him to do, so mm-hmm. stay there. Oh, you have a... (laughs) That's
6: just my face.
4: (laughs) She's intrigued. On the edge of her seat. (laughs) Navigate with anticipation. Uh, uh, The president of the FBI Agents Association released the following statement Wednesday. Uh, Quote, the FBI Agents Association appreciates the FBI Director Chris Ray standing shoulder to shoulder with the men and women of the FBI as we work together to protect our country from criminal and national security threats. As Director Ray noted, FBI special agents have remained steadfast in their dedication to professionalism, and we remain focused on our important work to protect the country from terrorists and criminals, both domestic and international. Mm -hmm. Special agents take a solemn oath to our country and to the Constitution, and the American public continues to be well served by the world's preeminent law enforcement agency. Classy. That was a nice statement.
6: Sorry, who was that from? That was the
4: union leader for the FBI. FBI agents' association. It's a hot note. (laughs) (laughs) It's a sexy note. The word
6: "memos" dead.
5: So true. Hot (laughs) note. I like
4: it. It's a hot note. (laughs) Thought notes coming soon. Uh, And then we also found out Thursday that Gates' attorneys, his original attorneys, withdrew from the case. And the reasons were sealed. And if you think about the reasons being sealed, the only reason you would seal that information is because you don't want Trump to know Gates is flipping. So that's, I'm pretty sure, that's my thought, that's a feeling.
6: Yeah, that would make sense.
4: But he's, he's flipping you guys.
6: <laughs> uh, they the make it harder and line. harder every day to stick behind them, so I imagine this will just keep happening. Oh, yeah. It, yeah over it
4: will. and over it's, and over. The rats are. They're, they're rats, but they're not dumb. You guys seen the shells start night. to
5: look better and better, mm-hmm. you know?
4: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Mueller's <laughs> probably a much nicer guy to work with, anyway, than Trump, so like. I would rather, you know? Yeah, hell yeah. Um, uh, uh, Axios reported Thursday night the White House was worried the memo is a dud. <laughs> I think is so fantastic because they've been working on it for a year. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you think about it, the, the month that they started uh, surveying Carter Page is the month that uh, tr- uh, Trump tweeted, I'm being wiretapped right. by the Obama administration since last October. And that October is when the FISA warrant started on Page. So he equated that with wiretapping Trump Tower. What an idiot! After Carter Page already left his,
2: and I see where he was coming from, but he, group. does he not like ask anyone like, like for information? <laughs> does he only yeah, check with one person that just to say, "Hey, is he wiretapping me?" Because nobody would say yes. No, like, it
4: just seems like but he his campaign was sort of being wiretapped because a guy who used to work on the campaign was being he could have like just
2: held his cards like closer to his. I mean, it's Trump we're talking about. But <laughs> I want
4: to play poker so, with Trump.
2: Oh my God! Yes. Take all his money
4: Not
5: street
2: (laughs)
4: poker How How many
5: hands do you think Before he just goes all in (laughs) I bet he goes all in Like first first hand hand. I'm I'm all in in. (laughs) I'm
4: all in (laughs) They got got nothing nothing to lose What's a river I don't know it's, it's okay. So it
5: doesn't matter if I lose. I have all the money in the world.
4: He <laughs> totally doesn't.
5: I don't need. It. It's embarrassing to take your money. <laughs> I have the worst Trump impression. By the way, I'm aware it of like it. Carter Page. Yeah, it's, it's not, not very good. I haven't spent any time working on it. I like it yeah.
4: That's funny. Your Trump it's okay. sounds it's a to have to a good Trump Impression. Yeah.
6: it's not good.
4: <laughs> Daily it works. The Daily Beast reported that Hannity has been advising Trump on the Nunes memo, and I don't mean he's amazing. I don't of mean he's watching Fox News. I mean, he's on the phone with Sean Hannity. <laughs> he, he has had phone calls with Hannity to advise him on the memo.
2: And good for Hannity. This is probably his dream. But <laughs> come on, Trump.
4: <laughs> well, I sometimes wonder like, that's a job. Cable news is a job and you make money at it. Do they really believe what they're saying or is it just their job and their actors? Probably half I, the time. I, I, I'm always like,
2: Madal really, you you tell she's excited over nothing. Like half the time, like she's she loves what she does.
4: Well, but some it, people, it's different when you're reporting the truth.
5: It's interesting because I think so, watching some of these people, like Alex Jones and and Hannity, they are so angry <laughs> that they don't care i think <laughs> i think they really don't care they hate liberals so much because mm-hmm. of some other childhood root thing. it has oh, nothing yeah. to do mm-hmm. with politics right. but they, they just channel that anger straight into like topical politics yeah mm-hmm. i mean it's like the the hannity clip where what was it from like last week where he was saying yeah, there's no way that something's true. Okay, okay. It turns out Fox News just confirmed it, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> that's the president's right. Like, Here's a I can't car remember chase. What it was, yeah. now. like, but it was about Trump, and he was like, "There's no way that's not true." Mm-hmm. And, then then and, and then he finds out, and then he goes, back "Fox back. News just confirmed it," and he's like, <laughs> "Okay, <laughs> well, whatever. It's his it is right was, to do that."
4: It was the report <laughs> that that uh, Trump. Tried to fire Mueller. There we go. That's ah. what it was. He's like, they he never was. did that. That was that's stupid. Okay, we are uh, now confirming he did that. Here's a car chase. That sounds. About I'm right
6: amazed they even said that. My entity sounds they like even my The that. only reason they did
5: is because the because Fox News as an entity mm-hmm. had confirmed. And he was like, oh yeah. great. Yeah, right. it's blind hatred. I think you're right about <laughs> it that. Really it is, it's really convenient when rage. you're on a news yeah.
6: network. Exactly. <laughs> <It doesn't matter. laughs>
5: they were this angry and crazy about like football games in middle mm-hmm. school. You know what I mean? Like these are just it's baseless it hits Mm -hmm. home for
4: them yeah about girls who wouldn't sleep with them Mm -hmm. and they get mad yeah that's them they drive Mitsubishi Eclipses all of them
5: (laughs) very very (laughs) drunk all the time yes
4: yes um, let's see, <clears throat> Kushner's legal team uh, appointed a PR firm.
6: <laughs> it's late it's a time. It's right move. He's <laughs> <laughs> oh, <well. laughs>
2: <laughs> about
4: to be so fucked. <laughs> it was just like, you, you imagine getting that case? It's
6: <laughs> like, alright, let's get started.
2: should <laughs> 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 I get some new khakis? <laughs> <or maybe?
4: laughs> <laughs> do I need a haircut? Mm-hmm. What, what can yeah. I do? <laughs> really push the Jewish thing. Push the Jewish thing. Well, there you go. Uh, the White House uh, has set up a trust fund for legal fees for those involved in the Mueller investigation. Oh uh, that was an in- interesting sleuthing by <laughs> by the Maddow show. Uh, wow. They found this little trust fund uh, uh, thing, and it's that's where they're putting the money for wow. the legal fees. They've spent, I think, the White House. I think I read this. I could be wrong. I may be correcting this next week. But twenty five million dollars so far in legal fees. And oh where
5: God. where is this money coming from? Where right. do you think? From the campaign
4: fundraising? From the wall profits. No, it's coming from tax, it's coming from oh, taxpayers. God. Oh, um, that, that's depressing. Because
6: they set actually, aside...
4: Yeah, no, I, I think, I think it, it might be coming from campaign donations. I'll have to look that up. I hope yeah, so. Yeah, I'm curious. Really? It would
6: make more sense. Uh, okay.
4: Yeah, now I know we pay the, the, the McGann. Yeah, uh, even... But-
6: does it cost for any of the other legal proceedings that are happening in Congress? Does any of that ever cost any?
4: My thoughts are these are private attorneys and they have to pay for them by themselves. Okay. Um. And 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 they would probably be putting money into that trust fund from campaign donations. Yeah, yeah. Finance. That's
2: a lot of money to have raised from a campaign a year ago. They, make it they, the they never brothers. stop.
5: They never stop what yep. they never closed the account no, <laughs> no because they they uh opened the they officially declared their candidacy like for uh, two days after mm. oh two days after, after the inauguration, the inauguration mm-hmm. so they could continue to fundraise Trump's, and no one had ever Trump's done been running wow. for
4: president since the first day he was president truly and so they <gasps>
5: that, like i sign up for like i
4: get the trump emails. Yeah. i mean it's every constantly. day well, constantly constant. can uh, go to mar-a-lago and have the tax money you pay for it. And that's I mean, why he's it's doing rallies. Or not the tax money, but the campaign donations pay for that stuff because he's campaigning right that's now. That's insane. And How that's do why he calls that? his, when he tours around and talks to people, yeah. that's why he called their campaign rallies. So he actually can spend all the all the campaign donation money. The Koch brothers are going to donate $20 million. Right now I the Republicans that. have $69 million in their coffers and we I have about so $7 million right now. <laughs> really? Yeah, we're being outraised. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> but it's from like three dudes. Yeah. yeah. yeah because they got their money, tax breaks. Hopefully, money
2: isn't everything right well
4: once the I think once the election starts getting close and we get the you know the, the, that kind of Bernie grassroots donations going yeah to the this time goes, around like, can someone text like Mark
5: Zuckerberg or like Bill <laughs> Gates yeah. or something come through seriously I mean Oprah. I know the Gates's are handling Warren NPR Buffett. and stuff yeah Warren Buffett don't day
2: <laughs> <laughs> we need someone don't do Warren our Buffett. own Batman Honestly, a political Batman yes
4: political Batman
5: <laughs> where's our Bruce Wayne
2: there you go
4: uh, Friday. Uh, Friday is when the Nunes memo came out. Jordan will be going over that memo. Yes. And he'll put out an article reporting that lawyers close to the Mueller investigation believe he could indict Trump for obstruction of justice. That's been our position since the beginning. Uh, and I really hope that that's what goes down. So yeah. uh, we'll be right back in a few minutes uh, with Julissa and Jordan to talk about Russia sanctions and the Nunes memo. Thanks for listening to Muller She Wrote. Please follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook. That'll give you a chance to win a PlayStation 4. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're also on Instagram (laughs) at Muller She Wrote, and you can now subscribe to us and help make Muller She Wrote by visiting MullerSheWote.com. Subscribers get access to bonus content, our weekly newsletter. I'm going to be putting out my show notes for you guys to all have, so thank you so much for listening.
2: Broads don't belong in broadcasting? Is that the kind of professional courtesy you teach your news department?
0: Why, that's just terrible. I don't know how many times I've told those boys, never call chicks
3: broads.
2: Why, you slimy! me!
1: Sweetheart, you and I have had this discussion a million times. There's never been a woman anchor.
4: Mr. Harkin, this city needs its news. Oh! And you are going to deprive them of that because I have breasts? Exquisite breasts? Now I am gonna go on, and if you wanna try and stop me, bring it on. Because I am good at three things. Fighting, screwing, and reading the news. Now I've already done one of those today, so what's the other one gonna be, huh? Okay, we're back. Julisa. Yeah. We had a tweet from uh, Samira LV, or I think I'm pronouncing that right, at Samira LV at, on Twitter, asking us why people weren't screaming about the sanctions. And I agree, so I wanted to dedicate an entire segment to it. Yes. So tell us a little bit about the Russia sanctions that were supposed to be implemented last October and again this week that weren't.
2: Definitely, definitely. OK, good question. We should be screaming for sure. Uh, sanctions are a big deal right now because this is the second time that the Trump administration has basically said, we don't care what Congress wants to do. We don't care what the people want. We're going to hold up our end of the bargain with Putin. So they basically have, I think the act was called the Countering America's Adversaries Through Sanctions Act. And this law was pretty much meant to impose any new necessary sanctions against Russia. Um, I think this was back in October and uh, it's just been ignored by the State Department. And they even said this past uh, Thursday when their deadline came on Monday, the reason they didn't do anything is because they said that there's no exact deadline that this is apparently the start of the law so there's they basically said there's no reason to impose sanctions because there's no time they're basically
4: fucking lying they're just yeah they're They're stalling
2: and it's it's crazy because like this is when it really boils down to the trump administration or one of the many ways that they clearly obstruct justice but also it's it's like the checks and balances that you know like the foundation of america this is so fundamental they're basically saying we're not going to do what Congress said we're supposed to do because we want to help our friends. It's crazy. It's, it's like this is one of those things where it's so clear that it's split with trump and putin versus the world <laughs> like i don't know why this it was voted like 500 to 7
4: 517 to 5 yeah for
2: this lot of pass and he's just like no nope. those are close that's a close vote <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah i don't know what's so funny it, they eked it out it's just barely it's crazy so and I guess... trump you guys remember trump was pissed that he had to sign that yeah the law mm-hmm. god damn it they to release the p-tapes if i do this Psst and uh he so he didn't say that but that's how there's just no
2: good re- re- there's no good reason besides him helping his friends out uh and his friends being a foreign enemy <laughs> it's like yeah just not not someone on our side
4: and so and now shannon's telling us about russian oil yeah. tankers showing up in boston so this is a creepy part yeah, yeah I-
5: the washington post just does a better job explaining it than i did oh, absolutely. just for the record. yeah no <laughs> worries
2: so basically there is a new uh tanker carrying liquefied natural gas from russia's arctic and uh, it just arrived in Boston a few days ago. So this is, I think, their way of getting around the new sanctions. And
4: It's hair product it, for Trump. Yeah, of it's
5: course. It's entirely <laughs> Russian gas, though. It's, it, there's, oh, that's but right. It's, but it's a certain percentage of it is.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And that have, hasn't happened in quite some time. You'd have yeah. to have no sanctions exactly. to be able to get those mm-hmm. in there. It which... feels like a
5: nice test run. So yeah. we have
4: three Russian spies visiting in the last two weeks. We have two Russian boats with some Russian gas on it, or two tankers with Russian gas on it. Mm-hmm. And we've got no sanctions imposed. And we're all supposed to sit here and believe that there was no collusion that, whatsoever, uh, that he didn't not lift sanctions because he was promised something. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it was dirt on Hillary or an entire election or maybe just not to release P tapes. I don't I don't I don't know. They or something Mueller will tell us. Exactly. But. It's just so it's scary
2: every week. We, just, <laughs> we see him getting closer and closer to just fulfilling his promise, really, to Putin. And, and we can't do anything about it so far.
4: Yeah. And this whole war with the FBI. Um, Putin loves it, I'm sure. Oh, um, of course. Because he's not a
2: Republican. He's just he's just Putin. He doesn't care who wins or loses here. He just wants us all, I think, to just like go under.
5: He loves the idea of our intelligence community being compromised yeah. and people sort of get questioned it. It means like, they could say anything about Russia and it would mm-hmm. be like, LOL, your people don't even believe right? you. Right. They're crazy. Mm-hmm.
2: Don't listen to American news outlets. So, yeah, it's just fulfilling that um, promise to him. And uh, it's creepy.
4: Yeah, that's pretty sad. Yeah, yeah. All right, thanks, So I appreciate that. Of course. And, um, yeah, we're definitely going to look into that super tanker situation. Uh, that's weird. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's really also, weird. you know, mm-hmm. I mean, the whole reason I I, I want to see just if anyone can look into the fact that any or any nuclear reactors going up anywhere in Saudi Arabia because oh. that was one of the whole reasons to yeah. lift sanctions mm-hmm. or to not impose sanctions in the first place. What's going on with that? Now, we do already currently have some sanctions in place. These are tougher ones from my right. understanding. So maybe there's just some that he would have to get rid of those sanctions. Well, they're
2: getting around it, too. With this liquefied uh, <clears throat> cargo, they're turning it back into a gas form
4: after it arrives
2: to kind of get, you know, when um, when prohibition was a thing and they had to, like, break down the ingredients of alcohol and then put it oh. back together. It seems like they're doing that with this oil. Like, they're kind of just getting around the sanctions by breaking it down. Yeah, well,
4: it, but then you wouldn't have to withhold sanctions. Right, um, right. So there, maybe maybe the new sanctions wouldn't even allow the broken down materials. I don't know. I'd have to look into it. Hopefully,
5: yeah. They just got to stop them somehow. This is it's crazy. It, it just seems like some kind of weird precedent to me. Mm-hmm. Because, see, we've been doing this, though. It's not a big change. I mean, mm-hmm. we've been actually, we've been having Russian oil for years. Yeah. Two days.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. All right, thanks so much, Julisa. I appreciate that. Definitely. Uh, Jordan, time to get into No Tilda Nunez. Yes. Make sure, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh sorry. No, that's it. Oh, I, all I right. was just reading my own personal. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes.
6: porno <laughs> um, notes that don't, aren't involved in this. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Mr. Devin Nunes, this very, very popular memo right now, everyone's been talking about, was released on Friday, like AG said. And uh, it's supposed to represent evidence of bias on the part of the FBI and others investigating the president in specific uh, relation to the FISA warrant and how it was obtained, more specifically saying that it was because of the dossier that everything was kicked off, essentially. And the backlash to this is crazy. It's coming from all sides. There's people in law enforcement, politicians, citizenry, just everybody. There are so many people that are super against this being released. Um, I'll just go over a couple of those now that I think were really profound. So on Friday, uh, there was an op-ed written by FBI former FBI special agent, Josh Campbell. He published an op-ed on the New York Times detailing his resignation from the FBI. And I'm going to read one of his quotes because I think it is really powerful. He says, uh, he's quitting the FBI so he can join the growing chorus of people who believe that the relentless attacks on the Bureau undermine not just America's premier law enforcement agency, but also the nation's security. My resignation is painful, but the alternative of remaining quiet while the Bureau is tarnished for political gain is impossible. Mm. So that's an FBI agent uh, that is literally turning away. Just can't. He just can't. <laughs> he just literally can't. He literally <laughs> can't. can't.
4: can't even. Uh, uh, Comey tweeted that out. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Uh, and,
6: Saying uh, he'd be. Yeah, he's going to be missed. He's really. Yeah, oh, man. A great guy. So that's Comey,
4: Comey's been. Pretty active on Twitter lately. Oh yeah. I his tweets it. have Great. been fire. Yeah. Dude,
2: hot fire. <laughs> Do you see so his so hot good. sexy hot cufflinks. Notes. Hot tweets. <laughs> hot, hot, hot notes.
6: Hot tweets. I like that. Hashtag hot notes. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh Congressman Gerald Nadler? Nadler? Have we gotten a consensus on how you say that? I lesson? like Nadler, yeah. Nadler? That sounds fun. He's a head Democrat on the House Judiciary Committee. Um, so he responds to the memo in an NPR interview this week and says that. Oh, and that's
4: the. He's the head Democrat on the House Judiciary, not the House Intelligence Committee. Okay. That's Adam Schiff is the head Democrat. that, no, that. The House Intelligence No, you got it. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, I just wanted to differentiate oh. the, the HIC and the HJC. Yes. Uh, the HIC, the Intelligence Committee, is, is where Nunez is from. Okay. Uh, Nunez is the majority leader. Schiff is the minority leader. Now we're the, the, in the judiciary, uh, House Judiciary Committee, and and Nadler is the uh, the top Democrat there. So I just kind of wanted to mm-hmm. give a little background on that.
6: Yes. Um, so Nadler comes out in this interview. It's just a Q and A format. Uh, he says that the memo. Is essentially going against itself in multiple ways. One of the ways is that the memo uh, admits that the investigation had started several months before the dossier because of other info, so we've been talking about this a lot on our past episodes, so that negates them saying that this all was kicked off, or at least trying to give the image that it was all kicked off because of this dossier that they're saying was politically motivated in terms of... Their gathering of information, which also doesn't matter still, <laughs> <So> <laughs> not true because it. I mean, yeah, exactly, letter, exactly. Starts with the RNC, then goes over oh, to the DM God, mm-hmm. and DNC. But okay, and then also, uh, <laughs> he says that the memo admits that the warrant was renewed three different times after <laughs> after it was.
4: Which uh, has to be signed off by four people, all of whom were appointed by Trump or Bush. Yes. And it has to be renewed every 90 days, right? Every 90 days.
6: And the only way that they'll ever extend those is if the warrant, the previous warrant, was showing more and more evidence that Page is, was acting as a foreign agent.
4: You have mm. to you have to add evidence each That's, time you renew. He's he, got to
5: be the worst foreign agent like, <laughs> of all time. <laughs> he knows Every report is. says he's
4: he's, he's he's like ambitious and stupid. Did, <laughs> he, Did you see he's, the
5: Pete Brahara so quote tweet someone <clears throat> yesterday saying that apparently Carter Page had been bragging since 2013 that he was an advisor Yay. to the Kremlin oh my god. and paper time... hard to quote tweeted lol okay <laughs> 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 which just like killed I love me oh my god
4: yeah a, a time time magazine found a letter that he had written, I think, to as a as an LOI for some job or something, and he's totally bragging about being. a It's probably on LinkedIn, so, <laughs> dude. LOL and Papadopoulos okay. was still oh. LOL, okay. Oh,
6: yeah. <laughs> Papadop did the same thing, right? Oh yeah. He, was, he had those emails. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bragging. That he had set up the meeting. It's just all these
4: drunk talking in a pub in London next all to of, the Australian yes. guy. Yeah, Alexander Downer, who by now. the way looks like Michael Caine and Goldmember. It's, it's 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 adorable. <laughs> I'm gonna put him in the Sexy Justice calendar because he <laughs> helped turn in. Michael oh, start- Michael Caine <laughs> yeah, because uh, he's yeah honestly Alexander Downer started the whole FBI investigation so thank you that's the Aussie yeah mm-hmm. so we love you dingo,
6: nice. dingo stole my baby <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so just a couple more things uh he also says that uh, he fears that this memo is going to be used as a precursor to firing Deputy A.G. Rosenstein um the The White House, of course, is saying that that is not at all what's coming. he's not going to be fired, but he, they also said that Mueller was never you know going to be intimidated to leave his job and that's coming <laughs> out that he uh that's all Trump wanted to do and then his counsel advised him not to and he amazingly listened to them but there's uh it's predictable I think that Rosenstein is next that's just my opinion yeah. that's not the fact next at target all. for sure
4: it just occurred to me that people might think I'm Call myself AG because I'm an attorney general. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I'm not telling. <laughs> don't correct <laughs> him. No, I'm pretty sure everybody knows who the fuck I am. <laughs> <laughs> really, if you don't, like, it really takes like two seconds Facebook to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. And
6: then uh, the the last thing I think might be the sabotage for the week. Did you find that out, AG? I don't Ooh. wanna I don't wanna step on it. Mm-mm. the Thing that was released today about the Republicans. The dissenting Republicans? The suspense is killing me.
4: No, you know what? We just won't... We'll we'll do sabotage right now.
6: Oh, sounds good.
2: It's
4: part of your report. Sabotage!
5: Sabotage!
6: (laughs) right. so this... (laughs) So this week's sabotage, today it came out that four Republican members of the House Intelligence Committee dissented from Trump's view... That corruption has poisoned Mueller's investigation into Russian Mm -hmm. interference in the 2016 election. So they're coming out publicly. There's four of them that have come together. They have a unified voice on this. And uh, one of them is Trey Gowdy. Weird. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, who helped draft the memo and said that Trump should not fire Rosenstein and rejected the idea that the document has any bearing on the investigation itself. Nice. And then Representative Chris Stewart, who's also on the committee, Republican, says that it would be a mistake for anyone to suggest Mueller not continue his investigation. So I
4: thought Trey Gowdy didn't have anything to do with this memo. And the reason I thought that was because he wasn't part of Nunes' little secret society of, of HIC Republicans that were sneaking off um he wasn't part of that and so i'm wondering but he says on in a video in an interview um that uh, somebody shared with me on twitter because they were correcting me they're like no he did he says you know i helped i had a giant hand in help crafting this memo but i'm wondering if he's not being made to say that like like trump and nunez put it together and and they're strong arming the republicans in the house to say that they all had input on it what if he's oh. the one who's
5: been dragging it back like, yeah. walking it back. What What if he's the
6: voice of reason? That
5: would be mm-hmm.
4: nice. It would be weird to have the Benghazi guy be the voice of reason. Oh,
5: absolutely. But <laughs> yeah. if he's, like, go, I mean, it's been, what, three days since yeah. the memo came out? Yeah. And now yeah. he's, like, actually, I want to take... It just quiet. seems... It just, mm-hmm. I mean, something is...
4: I mean, Strange. I know it's he. Well, there's video of him saying he helped craft this memo, but right. I still think that he's not. He doesn't want to have any. I think he's one of the strong-armed ones. I'm gonna read through that yeah. Monday meeting where they voted on it and see how. Uh, it's hard to tell yeah, from the transcript, right? Yeah, but I want to see kind of what he was saying because I, I feel like
5: C-SPAN. Give us, give us the, give us the video. Yeah. yeah.
4: We like release the, the video right we like, like, it's like no one's my, ever
6: had beef with c-spam
4: it's like my porn like, oh yeah I'm watching the c-spam I remember I was watching c-spam one time and the lady came out they, they announce it like golf Like there's a lady who talks really quiet for the purpose of the television and she goes and now bringing forth legislation are senators cocks and dicks and I just <laughs> lost my shit I was like yeah that's amazing
2: it's like comedy central right there well
6: yeah yeah i mean that's really all i got i think it's a very good sign that there's GOPers that are on the actual house intelligence committee that are i mean flipping might be a little yeah. bit too much of a word I think but they're just
4: trying to protect rosenstein they're and, yeah and the Mueller investigation. they're not
6: perpetuating this plan to undermine all of our intelligence agencies in america right so that's a plus
4: it's nice that there are people who like really can't they just don't feel right about taking part in in discrediting this organization that's really an incredible organization and that has mostly usually just lean conservative. Mm-hmm. I mean, I never thought I'd be sitting here like, protect the FBI, I love those
5: and guys. They are truly, typically, very conservative <laughs> people. Extremely. Mm-hmm. You
4: have to be it's a, like a super straight. Yeah, this is crazy. Uh, to work for the FBI, it's hard to get a job with the FBI. They don't have a lot of liberals in the FBI because... A lot of us probably smoked weed in high school, and you can't have ever done that in your uh-huh. whole life. It's,
2: Comey's never got high. We should get him high.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I bet Did he's just that, ch-
6: fucking smoking all day. Every he's really like, yeah. chilling. <laughs> he's like mm. chillin'. <laughs> it's legal <late laughs>
4: here, buddy. <Come laughs> this uh, so that's cool. That covers sabotage. And I also wanted to bring up an interesting note. Uh, Judge Contreras. Do you guys remember this? I talked about him in episode six. Go have a listen. He's presiding over Flynn's. He was presiding over Flynn's case, and he recused himself. There was a little mentioned in the news about it. And I thought that the Republicans were going to grab onto this with you know, both horns and be like, he recused himself. It's all a farce. But they didn't really go anywhere with it. But Contreras, uh, I talked to a, a lawyer friend of mine, Jordan Parker, about like, why would Contreras recuse himself? Like, what are some reasons to recuse yourself from the Flynn case? And he looked into it. And it turns out that he is an old FISA court judge, he might have been somebody that signed off on one of these Carter Page FISAs and oh, now cannot um, be part of this case because of it. That
2: makes sense, yeah.
4: So I thought that was just an interesting side note. It really doesn't, I don't know, affect anything in your way, but yeah. I thought that was neat. So, All right, you guys, it's time for the Fantasy Indictment League. And this is a very special... Fantasy Indictment League today, because I'd like to play a recording of a phone call uh, Jordan and I had with Chris Vega. He's a veteran. Uh, he's he's flipped from Republican to Democrat in the wake of the Mueller investigation. Uh, and and here's, the, here's a recording of the chat that we had. Hello? Hey, is this Chris?
3: Yes, it is.
4: Hey, Chris, it's Allison and Jordan from Mueller She Wrote. How are you doing?
3: Hey, guys. Oh, I'm doing great.
4: Excellent. Hey, we wanted to give you a call today, uh, because I ran across your Twitter account, um and because you know we're pretty new on twitter and i saw some pretty amazing things in your profile you know you're a husband you're a a father and you're a bull rider but i also noticed that you're a veteran who has kind of not kind of but actually defected from the republican party over to uh, the democratic party and into the trump resistance uh, camp so i wanted to talk a little bit about that can you first of all just tell me a little bit about yourself
3: um okay Self-made man. I'm born and raised in Kerrville, Texas. Uh, I joined the military in 2003. Served for 10 years. Uh, I did four combat deployments: two, two in Iraq, two in Afghanistan. Um, I was a bomb technician. Um, after that, I I got out in 2011, and you know, nothing was there for me. I was a lost puppy out in the world. Um, like I I used to tell a lot of people that you know, the military trains you for war, but When when it comes to post war and trying to get out, you know, and pursue other options, they don't train you for that. And when they throw you out in the civilian world, you live in your own world amongst this world. So I was a lost puppy, so I had to find something that that caught my interest. And that's when I got dared to ride a bull, and I fell in love with it. And a year later, I turned professional, and I started touring with the PBR.
4: That is so awesome. You're, that you're, is so great. <laughs> you're, boat. You, you're a professional yes. bull. You you are a professional rider. That is amazing. And I totally am with you on that because when I got out, I uh, you know they don't they they train you, but like you said, they don't train you on how to transition back into civilian life, and you lose that tribal connection. And so we're you know I'm just kind of walking around. And I decided to do yoga to relax, and, and here you are riding bulls. Yes. I think that's fantastic. Now yes. I wanted to ask you. Um, you defected from the republican party over to the democrats tell me how that happened like why that happened
3: i was actually tired of defending uh donald trump i defended him after he won for a good nine months um but oh, so this is off. recent
4: this is recently that you that you changed sides
3: yes it was it was very recent and um i defended him from every lie that he's told from every fake news argument that he's told and um there's really no point in wasting my energy and wasting my time when i fought for this country i didn't waste my time doing that so why would i waste my time doing this and then i finally decided to go independent and um i did do a lot of political soul searching and that's when i found that the democrats they really they're really not that bad of a deal man they they want everything that the right wingers want but they use their heads when doing it and and that's what i like about the democrats it's it's all about unity and family and let's let's see what the next guy has to say before we make our decision that's what i like about the democrats
4: now did you vote for trump i know you say you supported him for yeah, the first nine months but did I, you vote for
3: the guy i was not a donald trump supporter i was actually in favor of donald trump when he said I want to run for president. I was like, heck yeah, I love this. And then he opened his mouth. And then I said, no, <laughs> no. I said, you don't do that. So I was a very, I, I was very into Jeb Bush. I was a campaign volunteer. I was a door knocker. I was a donor. I did everything I could to help Jeb get closer to be on the ticket. But he obviously, we all know how he panned out and, um,
4: so yeah, I can't believe to- he did so poorly I, I was you know I'm, I'm a Democrat from 1992 yep. at least but and uh, this time I was a Bernie Sanders supporter because he just wanted to get money out of politics yep. but when I was watching the Republican dais I, I was I felt I was like Jeb Bush is a reasonable he's the smart yep. but he's the smart Bush and uh, and I also liked Kasich. Um, yeah, Kasich was a good guy, too. He was a little more reasonable. I still disagree with a lot of their base theories and, and stuff like that, just based on, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm more of a, a Democratic socialist and they're Republicans for smaller government. But we can't, we don't even, with Trump, we can't even have those reasonable debates. It's Oh, no. It's not about small government and big government. It's about stop, you know, t- yeah. dog-whistling Nazis and get your finger off the nuclear button. <laughs> you know, it's exactly. it's a little different. Well, Jordan has a question for you.
6: Yeah. uh, First off, Chris, just wanted to say thank you so much for your service. Amazing. We're so thankful for you to be on this podcast right now. Uh, We've been looking forward to it for a long time. So thank you. Um, You're welcome. And so I wanted to know, as a veteran, what does the resistance to Donald Trump and this administration mean to you?
3: as a veteran you know i took a step back before i joined before i even decided to to be full on resistance cuz i i i i thought it was kind of silly that somebody would say i resist so and so and this is why i resist and they pumped their fist in the air and i'm like that is the silliest thing how come they can't just say hey i don't like the guy but why do they have to start a whole movement but then but then when you think about it it's they're starting their own movement against basically everyone else. It's so it's like when you start with the resistance started, it's a huge F you to Donald Trump because he does not care about anything. Particularly the
4: constitution. It's exactly. And and to me as a veteran, that's where the, like the buck stops is like, if you shit on the constitution, we got problems.
3: He, he spits this, This image that I care about you, America first, veterans, this and that, but you don't see it. You don't see the transparency ever, and if the first thing in being a leader, you got to take responsibility for things, and that ass is not taking responsibility for one damn thing, and I cannot stand it. So I full-on said, I'm going to resist this clown, and I joined the resistance, and I even got emails. I donated to the resistance, and I— you know, full on. If you read my tweets, I'm very savage. I'm savage when <laughs> it comes to. you to Donald, yeah. uh, I got blocked by Eric Trump, Sean Hannity so far. I, I mean, I wow. I take pride in that because they actually <laughs> they hear they hear my voice, and that's that's what I like. You know, when when Donald Trump said about the resistance in his speech about a month ago, that that means something. That means he knows we're here. You know,
4: yeah, definitely.
3: They, he knows we're out of here.
4: Well, we're certainly glad uh, you're on our side. Yeah, your
6: voice is so powerful, in that, and Ag's too, right? Because you served our country. You did everything that an upstanding citizen, strong, responsible person should do, and then you have to be represented by this
4: piece of shit. And, exactly. Well, yeah, and 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 as veterans, accountability is a big deal for us. And and if you exactly. know, just like Chris was saying, if you can't step forward and be accountable for your actions, it's you are not that awesome. And. Uh, you're actually just a piece of shit. But uh, and now I I know that you're thinking you've kind of got your eye on running for Congress, uh, maybe in 2020, which I which I think is fantastic. And we we support we want to start supporting here um, at, at Mueller. She wrote uh, supporting veterans that are running for Congress because we we want to flip it blue in 2018 and then be, uh-huh. and then beyond. So we're actually going to start taking some of our subscriber dollars and donating them to. To different veterans who are running and, and our, I think our first the first guy we want to support is somebody who I campaign for his name's Doug Applegate here in the 49th uh, uh-huh. in California and he 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 was going to be running against ISA but he it sounds like he's retiring along with 35 other Republicans from the house so we would we hope to flip that uh, district blue so we'll, we'll send a couple of shekels their way but if you make a run for it man I, I want to know about it we want to have you back on
3: oh yeah I mean it's it's been in talks it's been you know people message me I just today I got a few tweets Mr. Vega. you need to run for, for office you know we got your back and I just get so much love out there that I never thought that a few tweets would get and uh, you know for for somebody who had no followers to a, to, to get over 10,000 plus it's like it's like a skyrocket and people know your name and they know what you're about and You know, me, I'm about the American people. I fought for the American people. I love the American dream. I've lived freedom. I breathe freedom. I sweated freedom. And I've seen what freedom's all about. And I think I understand what the word America is. And right now, we are not living it under the GOP party. I'll tell you that.
4: Well, we support you for sure. And and we want to ask you now about your picks for the Fantasy Indictment League.
3: (laughs) Well... All right. Well, to be indicted, I'm going to say it's going to be Kushner. Yeah. The reason why I think it's going to be Kushner is because he's not going to take a plea deal against his family. I'll tell you <laughs> that right now. Yep. Um. So Kush, is going to get indicted. <laughs> I think. I think Carter Page is going to take a plea deal. Yeah. Um. And the mole is going to be Kelly. He's the mole. John Kelly. Yeah.
4: Interesting. That's it. I oh, haven't I heard think, that yet.
3: He's a, uh, you know, if you think about it, you know, he, military man, he, in the back of his mind, he, he's a smart man. He's doing what the boss tells him, but in the back of his mind, he, he's like, he's probably making his own damn memos. You know what I mean? He understands he's probably, the art of war.
4: He, exactly. Yeah. Like him, he, and, him, him and Mad Dog. I'm,
3: I wouldn't put it past him that he does what his commander in chief says, but then he's going to go back and say... Mr. Trump told me to do this. I think it's bullshit, but I'm going to do it because he's my commander-in-chief.
4: That's kind of <laughs> like what Comey did. Comey's like, exactly. uh, you know what? Okay, sir, and now I'm going to go and I'm going to write all this down, and I'm going to tell five guys who hmm, mysteriously lost their jobs. Uh, yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, you know We support you, and when you make a run for office, you let us know. Uh, we'll help you out, uh, and uh, we've been really, really happy to have you on, so thank you so much.
3: Oh, no problem. It's been a pleasure, guys. I appreciate
4: it. All right. Well, you have a great day. All
3: right.
4: You too. All right, you guys. That was Chris Vega. Thank you so much for your service, man. And, you know, we really appreciate you coming on here and giving us your views. If you do make a run for Congress, you let us know, uh, because we are going to start donating some some of our proceeds from our subscribers to uh, congressional um, progressive candidates. Uh, I, I know that, you know, everyone's like, well, are you doing something about the resistance? And I thought, well, you know, we're doing a podcast, but I think maybe I could put my money where my mouth is. Yeah. Actually give some money to uh, progressive candidates to flip the House, um, mm-hmm. and and that way we can, you know, have, have enough votes to impeach. And now the Senate, on the other hand, we cannot get enough Democrats mathematically in the Senate to vote him out, to remove him from office if he's impeached in the House. Because um, removal is a two-step process, the House has to impeach him, right, and then the Senate has to have a two-thirds vote it's to remove enough.
2: him. senators is up for a, a re-election. We, even
4: if we won every single seat we were running so for, nine, we would only have fifty-nine. Okay, um, and I think we're probably going to only end up with like fifty-two or fifty-three. Yeah, uh, and that's that would be a a, conserv- a a good on a good day. Right, um, they'd have to go through the entire
5: trial, right? Which would be so public, and the approval ratings oh. would go through the floor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
6: I'd like to believe they'd like, just. Resign on this side, yeah, or or just vote for impeachment. Well, against. here's
4: what I also want to do. I want to start writing uh, Comey. I want to start writing <laughs> yeah, that him. too. No, I want to start writing Mitt Romney. <laughs> Mitt Romney is running for Senate in Utah. That's and right. And he hates Trump. Mm-hmm. Um, he Trump publicly humiliated him. He's always talking out against Trump. And and I I have this prediction that that Mitt Romney will lead a group of Senate Republicans who like maybe Burr, who was pressured to to give up the investigation by Trump. There right. were five junior senators that Trump told to pressure Burr to give up the Russia investigation. Um, maybe he can get a handful. He would need nine, um, and, and plus uh, including himself. So I think they'll be called the Romney Nine, and I <laughs> think that they will. They could possibly vote to remove Trump. So I'm going to start right and Mitt Romney oh, and be yes. like, you got to get – I will send you money for your campaign because the mm-hmm. Democrat is not going to win Utah. You guys, there's no, just way. no way. I will send you money if you get together nine guys. Just
5: one binder full of guys. Binder, <laughs> of guys. <laughs> <Yes>. one
4: binder. <laughs> <guys>. <laughs> Maybe they're ladies. I I
5: <laughs> Whoever, I don't care. Yeah. Right?
4: <laughs> I don't think there's any lady senator Republican. We have to be so <laughs> binary,
5: you know. Binders full of people. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I love <laughs> it.
4: That's so great. So. Um, All right, so I've been hearing a lot of unrest among Mueller supporters yelling at me like I have anything to do with it. Like, (laughs) when are the indictments coming? When are they coming? Um, And they're upset about how long this investigation is taking. So I wanted to talk a little bit about the timeline of the Mueller investigation and and what we can learn from history. Uh, Sometimes I wonder how, like, as a society, we're going to reconcile the snail's pace of government as it was designed (laughs) by the founders to be uh, with our ever-increasing... You know speed at which we get information our attention spans are dwindling we get fatigue really easily right. um, I believe that the final move of round one for Mueller is going to be to interview Trump and I know we all want the indictments to start dropping but Mueller may not want to tip his hand by releasing charges until he gets the opportunity to speak with the president mm-hmm. we know from previous uh, Mueller behavior that he's very patient he's very deliberate and he likes to keep his cards close to his chest uh, for example, when when Mueller uh, found out Manafort met with members of the Senate Judiciary ahead of schedule uh, to turn over notes from the June 2016 meeting and answer some questions, he had the FBI pay him a pre-dawn no-knock visit <laughs> to preserve Gloria. the evidence yeah. that night. Uh, or the early the next morning, and and Mueller knew that he couldn't allow the White House any time to learn about what Manafort knew, so that they could help Manafort either destroy evidence or prepare a, prepare a defense. Exactly. Another example is the interference and eventual cancellation of both Steve Bannon and Hope Hicks testimonies to the House Intelligence Committee. Mueller is really he's super meticulous about who knows what and when. And it, 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 in fact, it, like everything that we know about the Mueller investigation, we know because he wants us to know. Mm-hmm. Um, Knowing all of this, we can assume that Mueller may not want to publicly indict anyone too close to the Trump camp, which is where he's at now in the investigation, because that could give Trump and his legal team clues about what to prepare for or what evidence to destroy. So given all of that, um, let's assume we have to wait for Trump and his lawyers to agree to an interview before we see any charges close to House Trump, um, citing old case law regarding executive privilege and dragging out the negotiations about the conditions of the interview are, are just a couple of tactics that they're using to stall the investigation. Uh, another tactic is obviously the ongoing attempts by Congress, specifically the House Republicans led by Nunes and the Trump transition team members to discredit the FBI and the Department of Justice, which is why I'm really happy about that sabotage today, these four mm-hmm. Republicans standing, standing up together for, yeah. for the FBI and the DOJ. Uh, take the Nunes memo, for example, it's a small group of House Republicans with Without cooperation from the ranking member of the House Intel Committee, Adam Schiff, they met in secret, off-site places using classified documents from the DOJ um, as part of the Russia investigation to basically plot and discredit the rule of law. So it kind of makes you laugh uh, at Senator Ron Johnson's accusation of a secret society in the FBI um, because they actually have one (laughs) (laughs) in in the the House Intelligence Committee. Uh, And the final tactic is stalling the investigation or the attacks on Comey. Uh, the former director of the FBI, Rosenstein, um, uh, the deputy attorney general that appointed Bob Mueller, and Andrew McCabe, the deputy deputy director of the FBI, chased out of the organization by Trump, though he denies he had anything to do with it. Um, by insisting that Rosenstein uh, signed off on the renewal of FISA warrants to surveil Carter Page, House Trump basically has cause to fire him. And despite the fact Uh, You know, despite the fact Carter Page was under surveillance because he'd been caught up in a Russian spy ring in 2013, which is what you were talking about. He loves to talk about it. (laughs) Yeah, he's very, very proud of his time with the Russian spies in 2013. And those three spies, two of them are on the lam, and one of them went to prison, federal prison. Uh, so, So we have Mueller, who may not charge anyone else until he interviews Trump. We have lawyers stalling that interview. We have the GOP attacking the rule of law, and we potentially have the removal of Rod Rosenstein and the installation of a deputy AG more sympathetic to you know, Trump's needs. All of this could lead to a serious lull in the investigation. Uh, Trump could stall for months. You know, Rosenstein could be fired. Though I think Mueller has all the evidence he needs mm-hmm. and wouldn't have to run any new investigative leads through a new deputy AG. Um, Manafort's trial could get pushed back to the fall. Um, the Trump Russia investigation could basically spun her out, kind of like Watergate did the first year that it happened. Oh yeah. Um, don't get me wrong; I would love to see Mueller drop the hammer, unseal some <laughs> plea deals like from Gates, Hicks, and Bannon. Maybe indict Kushner, Cohen, and Sater. Uh, eventually, subpoena and indict Trump and Trump Jr. I like I, I daydream about these things. <laughs> the you guys, <laughs> I'm I mean, a huge nerd steeped in the inner workings of this investigation. I mean, if
5: they do Jr., he's gonna lose it. Uh, like uh, Trump oh, would yeah. lose it. He would lose it. Papa I mean, if you want, yeah, mm-hmm. Papa Trump, Papa Trump would lose it if Junior got indicted. Oh yeah, he oh, would yeah. go <laughs> nuclear.
4: I would want to see wait. what Eric Trump would have to say because I love listening. He would go, go full Trump, Nosferatu. Like, <laughs> 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 He's got big enough. gums He looks yeah. a lot like Nosferatu. He <laughs> 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 with, the, with the gums and the tiny teeth. I've
5: done a side by side. It's really crazy. Oh, <laughs> we need <laughs> to
4: tweet that at yeah. us. Tweet that at us. So, I want to be prepared, you guys. I don't want to get ahead of myself. I don't want any of you to get discouraged if we don't get our, like, end of fight club moment with where is my mind playing in the background (laughs) as the White House implodes. Um, I want you all to think about Watergate, how long that took. Uh, From appointment of special counsel to resignation took 15 months. And Watergate, from the Watergate burglary to resignation, took 26 months. So by those numbers, uh, Trump's resignation would happen sometime around August, but... That's if you had a Democratic Mm -hmm. Congress, which we don't have. So we may have to wait until we flip the House and the Senate. And even then, we might not have two-thirds votes in the Senate uh, to remove him. So my hope is we finally get to litigate a case for indicting a sitting president. Mm -hmm. Um, But what I really want to do in part to you guys is to be patient and don't lose hope. We will be here with you till the end of this thing. So, that's all. That's all. That I that's that was my it's beautiful news today for you guys. How to deal with hope, how to deal with this <laughs> as a Patience. as a junkie. It's a nice <laughs> note, yeah. All right, you guys, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for listening to Miller She wrote. Mm.
6: We gotta also give a shout out to the reason Shannon's here in the first place. Oh yeah, my brother Sean, uh-huh.
4: biggest fan of Moeller.
5: She wrote, Aww. and he, he was the one who told me about your podcast, and he was uh, very excited to hear someone from House Woodward to be mentioned on the pod. Oh, so cool. nice. Thank you so <laughs> thank much, you, Sean, Sean. <laughs> We appreciate you. Thanks for having me, guys. Of course. Thank, thank you. you so much. Hell,
4: it's been yeah. great having you on, Shannon, uh, Jalisa, and, and Jordan. Oh yeah, I've been
6: Jaleesa Johnson. I've been Jordan Coburn.
4: And I'm A.G. Thanks for listening. Muller She Wrote is produced by A.G. with editing by Jaleesa Johnson. Jordan Coburn is our digital media manager. Fact-checking and research by A.G. with additional research by Jordan Coburn and Jaleesa Johnson. Our web design and creative is by Joelle Reeder with Moxie Design Studios. And our website is mullersherote.com.